All right, Krishna. Uh, welcome to our um, Sunday Bhagavatam class. It is July 18th, 2021. I am in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, let's begin. Uh, we start today with Bhagavatam 11213. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So, one twelve thirteen. Tasya pritamana raja vipradhunya kripadibi jatakam karyamasa vachaitvacha mangalam. <clears throat> so, then, uh, Raja, the king, Yudhisthira pritamana, with a very happy mind, pleased in mind uh, he jatakam karyamasa he had the jataka the birth ceremony performed by Vipraya the learned Brahmins headed by Domya and Kripa this is problematic in a sense Domya is not problematic Domya was like the Pandava's priest so even in exile he went with them so Domya was always their faithful Brahmana priest that <clears throat> would perform whatever auspicious ceremonies or religious duties. But then Kripa, Kripa is, uh, he and his sister Kripi were adopted by Shantanu. They were uh, the product of the seed of um, Sharadwan, Sharadwan, who was a, a sage who uh, somehow or other was completely attracted to uh, military sciences, and so he uh, he focused his education on that. And um, it's interesting because nowadays, like someone will just be like obsessed with, or just like let's say playing a musical instrument like a guitar, and that's what they do all day, or they work hard on their job. So Shradban, he was a sage, but who just was totally into, as we say, uh, weapons. And so anyway, he lost his seed. There was an Apsara, an Apsara uh, who uh, attracted him. He lost his seed, and then these, these twins were born. So uh, the twins were Kripan Kripi. Kripi married Dronacharya. So it was kind of a tight little circle there, Kripi. And uh, sometimes uh, Western devotees pronounce her name Creepy, which is obviously wrong and also you know don't say creepy or creepy it's creepy so um so they fought uh kripa fought at guru on the wrong side which is another it's just one of those things that really you have to really think about a lot to understand why these people who are apparently good people were fighting for an asura it's it's one of the great um Paradoxes, you could say, are one of the one of the great thing, one of the real troubling aspects of the uh, of the whole story that we have to understand it in a way that satisfies you. You have to really think about it a lot, and I, I'm of course thinking about it because I'm working on Mahabharata. Uh, 
So having, so he arranged for these learned sages to do the jataka, the birth ceremony, and then Vachi Thwacha Mangalam and, and had them or other Brahmins chant Mangalam, the auspicious hymns or the auspicious mantras, Mangalam, auspicious. So that's what's going on. And this is all being done, of course, Tasya for him, who is Parikshi. This is all being done for Parikshi. The next verse Hiranyan Gang Mahin Graman Hastyashwa Nirpatir Varan Prada. So Nirpati, literally the Lord of Men, the King, um Pradad bestowed uh boons, Varan, bestowed boons, and these boons were gold, Hiranyam, Gam, uh cows, Mahim, uh land, Graman, villages. What does it mean to bestow a village? It means that um it doesn't mean that you own the people in the village. It's a, it's tax revenue because all the villages had to give a certain percentage of their, whatever they produced to the king. It's like that was federal taxes. And so when the king gave villages, what that meant was that the taxes or the revenue that the village owed to the central government instead would go to that Brahmana. So it was like, it was a... Uh, a permanent endowment, uh, an annual income, and you know, or a monthly or annual income, I guess, for the rest of the Brahmin's life. So that was valuable. So Pradat and Swannam, and he also gave literally good food, Swannam, Chaviprebhya, uh, unto the Vipras, the learned sages, Prajatirthe Satirtha Vipra. And he did this on the Prajatirtha. Prajatirtha means the uh, the birth, the, the celebration of the birth of an auspicious child. Uh, so in the Sanskrit dictionary, uh, actually they have the, the compound word Prajatirtha. Praja, of course, means the child or the progeny. So Prajatirtha means um, the auspicious moment of birth. So on the on the moment of the child's birth, Prajatirtha, uh, the king gave all this, and uh, because he saw was Tirthavit, he understood Tirtha. He understood, Prabhupada says, how, when, and where charities be given. He understood Tirtha. He understood these uh, auspicious moments and how to behave in these auspicious moments, what to do. So the next verse says, Tamuchur Brahmanas Tushta. So the Brahmanas were Tushta. Uh, they were satisfied. And they said to him, Tamuchur, they said to him, the Brahmans were satisfied. Rajanam, they spoke to the to the king, Rajanam, Prashrayan Bitam, who was filled with uh, submission to them who was very, uh, here, this great ceremony is going on. The learned Brahmins are there. They know what is to be done. And so the king was simply submissive to them. And they were telling the king, okay, now you should do this, now chant that, and so on. So it's a very common scene we see every day, like someone, for example, say people are getting married, and the priest doing the ceremony says, okay, now you chant this, now you put this in the fire, and 
and the couple they do that so, so that was the king he was like that he was just following the instructions of these brahman experts so Asia Yasmin Prajatanto Purunang Puravarshava. So now the next verse is these Brahmins are going to tell the king what the computer said. Or in other words, they've done all the calculations based on the exact moment of the child's birth. And now they're going to tell the king who this child is. And of course, since their entire dynasty depends on this child. Uh, you can imagine people are listening very, very anxiously because the Brahmins could say anything. They could say he's actually an Asura or he's not very intelligent or he's unfortunate or he's going to die very young. I mean, you don't know. So now they're going to tell the king who the child actually is. And so the first thing they say is, Esha Yasmin Prajatanto. He, this Parikshit, indeed, he indeed, he, yes, or certainly in this Prajatantu. Tantu means uh, lineage. Tantu means lineage. So in this, in this lineage of, of living beings, in other words, and uh, Purunang, in this lineage of the Purus. Now we should remember that the Kurus are coming in the line of the Puru, King Puru. King Puru, of course, is many generations previously. And so the Kurus are trace their line ultimately to the to Puru, who was a good son of uh, Yayati, who of course is very important. Yayati is a very much a uh, a major figure in the descent of these royal dynasties. So Yayati's son was Puru, and uh, the Kurus are in that line. So the first thing that uh, the Brahmins verify is that it's a legitimate child. I mean, obviously, no one doubted this. No one doubted that the child's father really was Abhimanyu. And everyone knew his mother, of course, was Uttara. But still, it had to be confirmed. It had to be confirmed because everything was at stake. I mean, world history was at stake. The, the the ruling of an empire. And Parikshi basically is inheriting an empire. So these, these this is very, very high stakes astrology, you could say. And so they verify that, yes, he is the legitimate son of, in the Kuru line of um, Abhimanyu and Uttara. Esha Yasmin Prajatanto Purunam Purvarshapa. In that sense, and, and and here the Brahmins address Yudhisthira as Podavarshava, which means the best of the Podavas, which who are the descendants of Puru. So he's saying that he is a legitimate son in the line of Puru, of the Purus, oh best of the descendants of Puru. So he's in the line of the Purus, all these this glorious lineage of kings. So his legitimacy is established immediately, first thing. And then they say, uh, So, um, he said, when this pure child, Shukle, had really met his end, 
had really meant destruction in the womb, divena apratigatena by the Prabhupada says irresistible uh, daiva. Daiva means destiny or uh, providence from the word deva. In other words, an act of God. Prabhupada says he was he was saved when he was doomed to be destroyed by an irresistible supernatural weapon. So he had so sung stang sta means like you know that's what we're getting this word stand or status and some means complete or together like sankirtan so sung stam can mean death or destruction in the sense that like the final status because for any conditioned soul the final status is you die you know whatever your name is whatever your family is whatever kind of body you have in this life the final status of this episode of this conditioned life the final state is that you die well you don't die your body dies so parikshi chukli the, the, this pure soul upayashi had, had gone to his final state in other words had, had practically was destroyed and by divena apatikatena by diva which cannot you can't be it can't be counteracted you, you can't fight against it because it's providence but the key here is that the word daiva or providence from the word deva, but the supreme deva is Krishna. Krishna is God. And so therefore, whatever force of providence or, um, you know, karma or this or that, because Krishna is the supreme, uh, even despite this irresistible, as Prabhupada says, in the, in the synonyms and in the verse itself, doomed by an irresistible supernatural weapon. So Prabhupada takes this Daivena uh, Pratigatena to be the weapon itself, or it can just be the force of providence. And so, but still, even in that situation where he was, he was doomed to leave his body, which was being destroyed by the weapon, Rato, but still he was saved. He was restored, Prabhupada says, and he was, he was he was he was restored and uh for you actually he was bestowed upon you uh rata literally means bestowed so he was bestowed granted given in spanish of course otorgado he was just bestowed upon you uh f for mercy's sake literally anugraharataya for mercy's sake uh he was restored he was saved by vishnu na by vishnu prabha vishnu na who is Prabhupada says the all-powerful Person, the all-powerful Vishnu, Vishnu Na, Prabhu Vishnu Na, very beautiful composition. So the next verse is Tasman. Therefore, Tasman, literally from that. Therefore, because of that, Na Na by name, Vishnu Rata, he will be Vishnu Rata. That's the name of Brikshi, which means bestowed by Vishnu, or Prabhupada says you're protected by Vishnu. Iti loke thus he will be in the world. By name, he will in, in this world, therefore, he will be Vishnu Rata. And then I mean, some of them, I think that's some of the most powerful, one of the most powerful sentences in all the Bhagavatam. Nasandeho, which means no doubt. Nasandeho Mahavaga, oh uh, exalted one, Parikshit. Nasandeho, there's no doubt that this child is Maha Bhagavato Mahan, is a Maha Maha Bhagavata. He is a, not only a Maha Bhagavata, means a great devotee of the Lord, 
but he is a uh, great, great devotee of the Lord. So <coughs> I don't know, I don't remember anyone else in the Bhagavatam being glorified in this way. It's a very, very high praise. Maha Bhagavato Mahan, a great, great devotee, a great Maha Bhagavata. So then, um, Sri Rajavacha, the king said, the good king said, Apyesha Bhangshan Rajarshin Punya Slokan Mahatmanaha Anuvartita Swid Jashasa Saduva Dena Sattava. So, um, So uh, the great Parikshi said, api, api, the first word api means it's a question. That's like introducing a question. Apiesha, Bhangshan Raja, Sheen Punya Sulkan, Mahatmana, Anuvartita. So will he follow? Anuvartita is a, um, no, it's called in grammar, paraphrastic future. So, Will he api anuvartita? Will he follow Vangshan Rajasin, literally the royal sages or the saintly kings, in his dynasty? Vangshan means dynasty, and Vangshan means they belong to that dynasty. So, will he follow the saintly kings of his dynasty, Punya Slogan, who are glorified with? sort of holy verses, pious verses, Punya Slokan, Mahatmanaha, and who are great souls. Will he follow them? Swid. Uh, indeed, Jeshasab, by his reputation. In other words, the kings in this line have this sterling reputation. Is he going to follow them? Will he also earn such a reputation in this world. And the word swit there is sort of like enforcing the fact that he really wants to know it's a question. Prabhupada translates it, will it be? So Anuvarti Taswit Jashasa, will he will he follow the great souls of, of such pious reputation, uh saintly kings of his dynasty? Will he follow them? Jashasa uh uh, you know, I really need to know this. Sadhu by namely follow them by his fame and by uh, people just speaking very highly of him. Sadhu Vada. Vada, you could take that to mean Vada, the speech or the words of sadhus, or just as an adjective, sadhu, uh, people uh, speaking very high praise of his saintliness. So, Satamaha. So the um, will the uh, will the best people? So it's, it's interesting. He's not just saying like will people in general. Satamaha means the best people. Will the best people, the most pious, the wisest people, will the best people? Uh, actually, no. Sorry. Uh, Satamaha is. Um, the king addressing the sages. So he's so Satama. Sat means like Satsanga means you know good person and Satama means the best person. Here we have the plural. So it's actually the vocative case. It's 
it's actually the king addressing the sages who are there uh indomia and uh kripa etc so that's that's what he's asking so i'll read Prabhupada's translation so you can see how Prabhupada translates that i give you sort of a literal reading of all the words the all good king yudhisthira inquired of great souls will he become as saintly a king as pious in his very name and as famous and glorified in his achievements as others who appeared in this great royal family. And uh, one more verse today, and then we'll end that. So if there are any questions, make sure you've already written them. So Ramana Uchuhu, the Brahmana said, Partha, that's Yudhisthira, son of Pratha, Partha Prajabita Sakshad Ikshwakuriva Manava. So this child will be Avita, Praja Avita, the protector of the people, protector of the citizens, like Ikshwaku himself, who was a, a son of Manu. So Ikshwaku is a very glorious king. He's mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita, and the uh, beginning of the first verse of chapter 40, Mang Vibhaspate Yogam Protavanam Abhiyam, no, second verse. Uh, and then Bhivasan Manave Praha Manari Chakave Pravit. So you have Krishna. Krishna spoke this Bhagavad Gita to Vivasan, uh, the governor of the sun. Imang Vivasate Yogam Proktavana Abhiyaj. I spoke this on Parashin Spiritual Science. And then Vivasan Manave Prabhu. So Vivasan spoke to his son. Interesting, it's going by from father to son. Spoke to his son Manu, and then Manu Ikshwaku Manu spoke to his son Ikshwaku. So Ikshwaku is the third person to hear Bhagavad Gita in a teaching line begun by Krishna himself. So that's pretty. Uh, prestigious. So the Brahmana said that Partha, uh, that this child will be uh, a protector of the people like Ikshwaku himself, who was the son of Manu. And then Brahmanya, he will be devoted to the Brahmins, Brahmanya Satyasandascha, and he will be literally bound to his, bound to the truth. Truthful by promise, Prabhupada translated. He'll be literally bound to the truth. He'll be bound to the truth just like Rama, the son of Dasaratha. So this is praise for Pariksi. So we'll stop here. That was verse 19. So we did uh, eight verses today. And now I'll just uh, quickly check and see if we have any questions today. Um, again, you have to have question marks so I can see it as I scroll through this. Thank you all very much, everyone who left a message. Thank you for watching. So, Radhe Shama, Srila Prabhupada, to Dr. Stahl, where is there a greater opportunity for Vedanta Shavana than to hear it from Krishna? Does for here refer to a person who is hearing Vedanta? No, it just means where is there a greater opportunity to hear? So, it's, of course, a person hears. 
Now it doesn't refer to Vedanta Shavana itself. Where is there a greater opportunity for Vedanta Shavana? In other words, where is there a greater opportunity to hear Vedanta? So, um, thank you again. Thank you everyone for your notes. Um, Leela Carr, as always, has a question. We, uh, how can one ascertain the difference between Maharaj Pariksit and those who are born in smarter Brahmin families? Uh, how could you possibly confuse them? I think the question is. You just, you just have to look at their lives. They're completely different. Uh, does one's qualifications have to do with one's free will? Of course. Krishna gives you free will and you choose what kind of life you want. So, uh, Jana Nivasa, devotees sometimes pronounce it Jana Nivasa, it's actually Jana Nivasa. So, how did you convince your colleagues from university about the appropriateness of Srila Prabhupada's approach to translation of Srimad Bhagavatam? Oh, that was, I, I gave a lecture on that at Harvard and then they published it in a book on translation. Um, I just, explain the truth, that uh, Prabhupada's style is traditional. That's what Sutta did. Sutta Goswami says to the sages that I'm going to repeat to you here what I heard from my guru, Shuka. And he said, I'm going to recite the Bhagavatam to you, yata adhitam yatamati. Uh, adhitam means literally that which is according, according to the reading. And so it's in Sanskrit, it's a way of saying literally, literally, yata adhitam, which means according to the actual reading of the text. And then yata mati means according to my realization. So Parikshi um, Sutta Goswami tells the sages that Vaishonaka is going to teach them what he heard from Ashoka. Uh, he said, I'm going to explain it literally according to the actual reading. And um, not reading really the sense that it was, he had a book in his hands, but according just literally to what he heard, and Yatamati, uh, and according to my own realization. And that's exactly what Prabhupada did. He gives us the literal sense, but also, as he said, even the translation gives his uh, realizations. So, what is this? Can we translate Sri as supreme? Uh, no, I don't think so. Let's look in the dictionary. But for the word Sri, which is a very common word for us. So Sri means um, it can mean radiance, light, luster, splendor, glory, beauty, grace, loveliness, obviously a very po positive word. Uh, it can mean prosperity, welfare, good fortune, success, auspiciousness, wealth, treasure, riches, high rank, power, might, majesty, royal dignity. It can be Lakshmi as the goddess of prosperity or beauty and the wife of Vishnu. She was produced at the churning of the ocean of milk. 
and so on. So those are the dictionary meanings of three supreme knowledge. That's not what it means. So uh, thank you all very much for attending our class today. And I hope Krishna will bring us back together uh, next Sunday. All right, Krishna.